Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Vinaka and welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, international eligibility changes, a boost for Pacific rugby nations, and Samoa shows signs of improvement at the Paris Sevens. But first, Tonga Prime Minister Akalisi Pohiva made the shock announcement this week that his government was planning to withdraw the country from hosting the 2019 Pacific Games. Earlier this month, Mr Pohiva had expressed confidence that everything was going to plan for the region's flagship sporting event. He told Kurut Vakauta why the decision was made. Mostly the decision was based on the uh, report of our World Bank and that uh, report uh, clearly indicates the negative and the adverse effect for Tonga if Tonga uh, will continue to host the uh, South Pacific Games. That uh, our decision was made uh, was based on, on that report. Uh, in addition, uh, we, we do not guarantee that we would be able to complete all the uh, construction and buildings of all the uh, facilities for the sport. Uh, that is another reason. But the main reason is that, uh, that the economy, it would it uh, bring uh, adverse effect to our development. The World Bank report, is that the report that uh, Lord Sevele says that you took to the committee last week? Is that the same report? Yeah, that's the same report, uh, but we found out later that that report came from, uh, and if you can recall, that the former Minister of Finance, uh, Richard Arcoro, he strongly opposed the hosting of Sport to Tonga based on the same report. When I received the report two weeks ago, I copied the report and distributed. Reading the report between lines, I was convinced that there's no other option but to control the sport. Well, what happens with the finances, the assistance from PNG and China to, for construction of these venues? Will that continue? China will con- is contributing to the building of the indoor stadium for Tong High School and other facilities. We will... Uh, we'll, we will continue to, to construct the indoor stadium. But we will also continue to, to build the golf course and the Kefaiva stadium. And those arrangements from the partners like PNG and China, they won't change? I will contact PNG. Uh, uh, remember, PNG was committed to contribute, but we are still waiting. China will continue to build the uh, indoor stadium for Tong High School and also the uh, other facilities. I know the government put in things like the foreign exchange levy, raising funds for the Games. What's going to happen with that legislation? We will talk about it uh, in the next cabinet uh, meeting. All the funds collected from the, for the sport will be diverted to the uh, government uh, services. Um, rega- in regards to sport or just to other services? Oh, mainly to sport, to, the, to our preparation for the sport and, and perhaps other, other services. How do you think this makes Tonga look? It may look uh, embarrassing, 
But as far as Tonga is concerned, the economic and financial uh, situation of the country at the moment, there's no other option but to, to cancel the sport. So we are being forced by circumstance to do the right thing. And the right thing is to cancel the sport. Akalisi Pohiva. Chair of the local games organising committee, Lord Civelle, says there is no reason to withdraw from hosting. On the recent uh, reports from the um, IMF as late as um, March of this year, they are painting a very rosy picture of the Taiwan economy. The one that the Prime Minister referred to at our meeting last week was one dated uh, in 2013, and as I said, it's out of date. The latest, and this is, uh, and I'll, uh, I'll quote you uh, where it's um, stated that the uh, economy grew by... Um, three and a half percent in uh, 2016 growth is expected to remain strong in 2017 and growth in 2018 in financial year 18 is expected to peak at about four percent here I'm, I'm just quoting word for word from the uh, IMF statement supported mainly by the construction related to the preparations for the Pacific Games. I don't know where the Prime Minister has got his facts from. Is this just a culmination of, I guess, the ongoing struggles that the organising committee have had with government? Is this just maybe a byproduct it, it, of that? It's not. It's not. We, we, look, we, we don't have a problem with, uh, with government. It is him who has a problem with uh, us and with the game. How damaging is this if, if this goes ahead, Tongan was to withdraw... Damaging. We went to ask for it, and we can do it. We can host it. We've got the funds, uh, and we as Tongans uh, just don't like this. This PME is known for uh, for not favouring uh, the constructions of things, uh, nation-building projects. And really, of the funds that will be spent on hosting the games and the facilities, much of that has been promised from overseas. And also, a fair amount will come from the private sector here by way of sponsorships. That's Chair of the Pacific Games Organising Committee, Lord Savelli. However, the Pacific Games Council remains confident the 2019 Pacific Games will be held in Tonga. Speaking after the news broke, Council President Vidya Lakin said it had come as a complete surprise. All we know is what we're hearing uh, through the media uh, there has been no official communication either to the Games Council or the Pacific Games Association of Tonga uh, about uh, their intentions. Uh, as uh, it is already known, there is a tripartite contract, and if one, if one partner wishes to pull out for whatever reason, I think it's common courtesy that the other partners would be consulted, advised, and uh, we could uh, look at ways and means of keeping the games uh, in Tonga if there was intention to move it out. So we will wait until we hear and then we will uh, do whatever uh, we feel is necessary to ensure that the game remains in Tonga. But I, I, I just uh, can't believe what I'm hearing because only about two months ago, uh, the Prime Minister uh, Pohiva in Parliament, uh, I think it was in a question answer session, he assured the Parliament and the people of Tonga, that his government was totally behind the games and the government was supporting it and they will do whatever was necessary to ensure that they have a successful games in 2019. So I don't know where this uh, current rumour is is, uh, is uh, coming from. I have also heard that there is some World Bank or IMF report 
uh, that uh, talking about which the PM is using, I'm told, as uh, uh, the reason for pulling out, uh, economic reason. But uh, it's not an IMF report. I've been sent a copy of the report. It was written by someone within the Ministry of Finance, and it is a couple of years old. I mean, we have moved on, and we have put in place uh, certain uh, uh, procedures and systems uh, of, of assistance, which uh, minimizes uh, Tongan government's uh, contribution to the game. So I don't know where they're coming from. From what you know of the current situation with preparations for that Games, uh, is there st- still a funding shortfall? There may be a little bit of shortfall, but uh, there are two projects uh, we had requested the government through the organising committee to put in place. One of them uh, they did. There's some revenue coming in to the Games Organising Committee for the Games through a foreign exchange. And the other one, I can't talk about it because it's still in the pipeline. And if those two projects, we would be able to raise a substantial amount of money that we need. But from what we would need from the government is then mainly in in human resources and uh, other support, uh, but very, very little, uh, I would think, uh, monetary uh, contribution. So the Pacific Games Council won't be seeking out the government for a response or clarification. You will wait to hear if these rumours, as you say, are substantiated if if they go ahead with what is being proposed? Yeah, uh, we'd we'd wait for an official confirmation with reason as to why they want to pull out, then we will set the wheels in motion to ensure that the game stays in Tonga. Is there a backup Uh, option? We would look it up as a last resort, but there are other things we could do to make the games affordable for Tonga to ensure that it stays in Tonga. So uh, that that would be our, our first option. Uh, if we can't have the full complement of the games, then if we cut some corners and downsize a little bit, whether we could keep the games in turn. So that's another option. But at the moment, we're not uh, looking at those options because we feel uh, pretty confident that uh, we will be able to keep the games in Tonga, even if uh, the Tongan government withdraws. Video lacking. Pacific nations could be the biggest benefactors of a rule change announced by rugby's governing body surrounding international eligibility. World Rugby has increased the residency requirement for a player to represent a country from three years to five years, in the hope it will stop the recruitment of players from smaller nations like in the Pacific to larger, wealthier countries. The Flying Fijians coach John McKee told Kōrowaka Uta it's a good move. In the professional era of the game, you know, for three years, you know, players go overseas for contracts. You know, three years is is really too, too short, really, to to show commitment to to another country. If someone lives in another country for five years, I think that's a much more appropriate um, time frame. And as mentioned, uh, Fisho uh, did mention specifically Fiji and parts of South Africa, he said in, in his early comments anyway. Um, this has been an issue that you've had to deal with? You can see, you know, we, we've got a number of um, players currently playing for other countries. Um, if the eligibility had been five years, perhaps um, it wouldn't be the same. I mean, um, five years is a long time to wait to um, see if, if you make another team. But I feel that with three years, it, it's been too easy for, you know, maybe almost recruitment to go on or, you know, players being offered incentives to not be available for their country of birth, but just to wait until the, the date they're available for the, for their, their adopted country. 
And if anything, um, I guess this does show it's often being talked about in the past that the little or tier two nations and, and below aren't really being listened to. This kind of shows that maybe there is a voice being heard from from the smaller nations to world rugby. With the change of, of chairmanship and at, at board level of um, world rugby, there's certainly been a change in in this area that, that wasn't wasn't so evident before. It's not just the the board. I mean, but I'd say maybe these things are driven by the board. But but you know, at council level, you know, there's certainly there's certainly countries who who maybe it's in their interest. I know, you know, some of the northern hemisphere countries. And it's not just Pacific Island players. You know, you, you see South Africans and, and New Zealanders playing for Ireland or uh, or countries like that. You know, South Africans popping up in um, Italy, things like that. So it's not it's not just um, Pacific Island players, and, and it's and it's not just um, Tier two to tier one, you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot going on with 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 players looking to boost their boost their teams, and certainly changing eligibility to five years, I think, will um will will make this a lot fairer. That's the Fiji rugby coach John McKee. Samoa survived an injury crisis to record their best finish of the season at the Paris Sevens. The Manu finished the weekend with only eight fit players after five were ruled out with concussion but still pushed the eventual champions, South Africa, all the way in a 12-0 defeat in the Cup quarterfinals. Samoa topped their pool on day one and eventually finished in sixth place after beating France and losing to the United States in the plate final. Coach Sir Gordon Titchens says the team has been getting better now for a couple of months. The team have been on the improve, you know, probably um, probably the last couple of months. I can, you know, see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and um, I suppose for me it was a challenge to get them up to the to that cup stage, and um, you know, and we, and we, you know, we played particularly well. I thought this tournament we started well with a, a certainly a good win over Fiji and and over Australia as well. And and, and of course, um, I thought our quarterfinal today against South Africa was a real gutsy performance. I mean, we've been smashed with a lot of injuries. I finished with one fit player outside my 13, so you know, one reserve in our last game in the in the plate final against the USA. So. Right, just a, a real gutsy weekend, really, and uh, you know I was really proud of the way that they played. And the way things go, you obviously finally get that crucial win in the pool stage. You finish top of the pool, uh, and then uh, of course uh, you find yourselves uh, against South Africa in the Cup quarterfinals. Uh, the way the world works uh, in terms of how their matches went in the group stage. So uh, you know you, you you do all the hard work, and then you find yourself with arguably the hardest uh, quarterfinal of all. I guess that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, they lost a, a pool game on day one against Scotland, and of course um, finished runner up in their pool. So that's how we struck. And uh, but um, that was the way it uh, it happened. And, and I thought our game against South Africa today, I was really proud of their efforts. I mean, that was uh, physically unbelievably demanding. Uh, you know, losing following a Sally Sally yesterday, my captain, so with a concussion knock, was a was a big blow to our team. And of course, during that game, I lost two key players. And Taylor Muloy and Joe Perez, again, both head knocks, one going to hospital and also one being ruled out with concussion as well. So right, it, was, it was a massive for us. And then losing another one with a concussion head knock in the game against the USA in the final of the plate. So horrendous um, tournament for injuries, but just a great gutsy performance from the players that had to stand up and uh, be counted when it mattered. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's a, you know, obviously for us finishing sixth, and this tournament was a massive improvement from uh, where we've been in the past. 
You mentioned the, the progress the team has made throughout the season. Um, to the fans, obviously, to see that progress in terms of placings and a final spot in the tournament obviously uh, means a lot. What does it do for the belief of the players to, to know that you finally got over that hurdle? And I guess, you know, looking ahead to London, you've got England, Australia and Spain in your pool. You've, you know you've beaten Australia this weekend and you can, you know, do it again sort of thing. Yeah, now really is, is about building for next year. I'm obviously, as a coach, still spreading my net wide, looking for players that can compete at this level. And uh, there are some that have come through, some youngsters, you know, that have had tremendous last three or four tournaments in their first ever tournaments in the World Series. And uh, they're the, the future of, of Samoan Sevens. And some of that are not quite there yet, but they need a bit of work to do. And, and I'm, as I said, spreading my net wide also to keep building depth in, in Samoan Sevens because... Um, you know, when they went out today in that game against South Africa and really put their bodies on the line and played like they did, and that reminded me of Samara of old, you know, the way they used to really physically take it to the other side. And and uh, South Africa, um, speaking to me afterwards, were just so impressed with the way that we played them because they were really ruthless around the, the physicality side of Sevens rugby and uh, we matched them in that and uh, we were in that game right throughout to the end. So, yeah, really pleasing and I just hope that we can build on that and uh, and produce the consistency that is required at this level to to be in the Cup Championships and all the tournaments because that's what you want, not to uh, just produce it now and then. And so that's the start, hopefully, for us. And with all the injuries you're talking about, all the concussion issues, uh, how many fit bodies are you going to have for London? Following Asali Sally's on his way back. Telemelo is also ruled out. Tafati Sali has also been ruled out. Um, I've got two more boys being tested tomorrow for um, for head knocks as well. So, uh, of course, if Joe Perez can get through that, um, that's a, a big one that, uh, that we won't know until later. So, uh, yeah, it's tough, you know, but... Um, uh, what looks like I'll be calling, you know, for someone to come over. So, so we're just getting a, a measure on that certainly first thing tomorrow morning. And I suppose the challenge with that is, you know, they're on the other side of the world, and it's a, it's a massive trip just to get to London. But um, I need to have a fully fit squad for that tournament. So Gordon Titchens, and that's the world in sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.